Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the live at the two minute warning. And Mary's already joined us. Justin hopefully will soon as once he gets done with his live stream broadcast. And also hoping to see Tyler Fornis, who's busy writing for the Vikings Wire. Anyways, the Vikings lead right now. And it's a wonderful thing. Present score, Vikings up 22-17 to over the San Francisco 49ers with two minutes left in the game. And that means let's roll the road. Welcome to Vikings First and Skulls, live at the two-minute warning. Next. Hey, everybody. I need to switch back to screens. It's only me right now. I want to welcome Chris Thompson, Kevin R., and Brian. Welcome to the show. We're sitting here waiting to come out of commercial break, and the Vikings are up 22 to 17. All they need to do now is run out the clock. Isn't that amazing? This, <laughs> Dalton, you predicted a Vikings win. You were right, my friend. You were right. This is fantastic. We had all hoped. It didn't seem logical, but we had all hoped, and they pulled it out. And that is magnificent. Well, let's just hope they don't screw it up in the next two minutes. All right, here we go. I've got the volume on the TV down so we don't get a copyright strike. I got it on mute, but I want to welcome you all here. We have the Vikings lining up, Jordan Addison going wide. As usual, Kirk Cousins surveys the field. He's in shotgun. Here we go. Takes a snap, hands it off to Akers. Akers goes up for a gain of four. Keep the ball moving. Keep the clock running. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, No, you didn't, Dalton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Funny. Um, yes, our old line of Jordan Addison should win the rookie of the year. Jason, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I think this is the first time I've seen you. That is right. Our old line has been fantastic this year so far and uh, getting better. Kirk Cousins had all sorts of time tonight, and he has had a good game and added up to Addison. Thibodeau, welcome to the show. Addison has had his breakout game, and it was the perfect timing. Now, my question is, what's with all the cramps tonight? 
It's not like it's tropical weather and we're down in Miami. We're at home, inside. Need to work on the hydration a bit, I do believe. And here comes Greg Joseph to hopefully put the icing on the cake. And we're going to take another quick break to listen to some talking head on ESPN. Why would we want to do that? Um. Anyways, what a game so far. Joseph Ames puts his arm out there, does his deal, three side steps. We've got the snap of the ball, snap, set. It's away, and it's wide right. Go figure. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, that gives the 49ers a minute and 11 seconds left to drive down the field. They must score a touchdown to win. Come on, defense. Yes, Brian, this overall, I would say, is the best game so far, except for Greg Joseph, who missed an extra point and a field goal attempt. We would have been up by six. Yeah, they still need a score. First pass, Hitman Harry defends incomplete. Minutes seven left. Shanahan talking into his mic, looking at his cheat sheet. Let's see how this goes. Joseph sitting on a bench disgusted, and as well he should be. And we're getting a replay. Harrison Smith was great on that one. And here we go. Looks like a four-man rush. I don't know why we're bad at that. We're good at three, good at five. And the pass over the middle, short of the first down, but it gained about nine. San Francisco has the ball on their side at the 50 or at the 49. They need another 15 yards to get in with any sort of dream field goal range. Let's see. Snap back. Purdy looks, throws, and of course it's a completion at the Vikings 40. As it sits right now, that'd be a 57-yarder. They're going up, spike the ball. Boom. Stop the clock. 34 seconds left. Oh, boy, how are we all feeling now? I told you I was nervous about this game, and oh, I hope we don't blow it. Oh, I hope we don't blow it. That would be something else. Ah, come on, get through the break. All right, Purdy's looking at everything. Fans covering their mouths from both sides. And here we go. Purdy back in shotgun, takes a snap, three-man rush, gets some pressure, steps up. Intercepted! Intercepted again by Cam Bynum! <laughs> Woo! 25 seconds left, and the Vikings win! The Vikings win! The Vikings win! Their Minnesota Vikings will go to three and four after defeating probably the best team in the NFC, 
the San Francisco 49ers. And it was a wonderful, wonderful finish. Thank you, Mr. Cam Bynum, with his second pick of the night. Woohoo! That is absolutely outstanding, fantastic. And we can't get enough of it. Yeah, show the replay. So sweet. He skies up, picks off that ball, and sits on it. Oh, <laughs> Dalton, you knew it, buddy. Hey, come on. Come on, uh, two old bloggers, and predict that any day of the week. All right. What a game by my, by Bynum. You got that right, Michael. Yes, you do. And Michael, by the way, you need to contact me on Facebook or Twitter so next time you're available, we can send you the link and come on the show. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What a beautiful, beautiful game. And, and that's it. We've gone final. All right. For a quick rundown, your Minnesota Vikings win defeating the San Francisco 49ers. 22 to 17. We've had some good play of the day. The offensive line kept Kirk Cousins wide open and free to make plays. There was way too many times that he uh, uh, checked down for our liking, but he had plenty of time. Kirk Cousins was 35 for 45 with two touchdowns and one interception. That was a good game. Or 378 yards. God, I love that. Um, Chuck says Reisner has to stay in the starting lineup. I didn't notice any, anything wrong from Reisner at all tonight, and I was trying to watch. Skull, baby, skull. Thank you, Brady. <laughs> Where did this O-line come from? They've steadily gotten better. And as I've said, it takes a while for O-linemen to develop. They have done just that. Ed Ingram's getting better. We saw Ezra Cleveland get better and better each season. He's now ranked 10th. We have a great backup in Reisner. We'll see how Dalton does. Yes, Roger, a third Monday night football win. You got that. And the Vikings do not start 0-4. And they keep their streak against San Francisco at home alive. That is absolutely wonderful. Yes, it's a great game, and tomorrow's going to be even better as we all celebrate. We had a great weekend. The Packers got beat. Yeah! And the Vikings win. You can't. Those two things together make for a wonderful week. We'll be smiling all week long. Uh, Scott, the Vikings... We'll be sorry if they let Kirk Cousins go. Ah, not so worried on that, but we'll get more into that as the season goes on. Jonas, who can't be with here to us tonight, he has sent a message, said, what a great show, guys. What a game. He needs to get some sleep. It's like six, or uh, he's six hours ahead or seven hours ahead, and it's the wee, wee, wee hours, and he needs about an hour and a half worth of sleep before he goes to work. Mary, Skull Baby, Skull Baby, Skull Baby, and Mr. Smiles, totally awesome, and I bet you're smiling with the rest of us. <laughs> JJ just came, 
Kirk Cousins some chains. It's about time. Get Kirk O'Chains back. Great to see him to put up a real performance. Yes, the team did, Stephen. It did, it did, it did. Now, speaking of that performance, reviewing the box score again, Alexander Madison had eight carries for 39 yards and a 4.9-yard average, uh, which is good. And Jonah says it's 5.14 in the morning. What? And you got to get up like it's 6.30 to go to work, right? Get some sleep, buddy. Get some sleep. We understand why you're not here. Um, Addison and the defense. Defense did well. Yes. Mateo, NFL is drunk like you. Hey, wouldn't doubt it. I'm working on it. Um, been drinking my redemption rye as the Vikings got their reden- redemption. Uh, Justin, it's in your Twitter feed. At least it should be. That's where I put it. So, uh, this is fantastic. O-line will stats will be much better after this performance. Brian, you are probably right. I will look forward to seeing what the PFF says. Addison and the defense. Gets the game's ball for Delton. Delton, that's a good deal. Now, Cam Akers had 10 carries for 31 yards. There was a lot of short runs or behind the yard uh, line of scrimmage for him. Now we get to the receiving. Jordan Addison, seven receptions for 124 yards and 17.7 yard average with two, two, count them, touchdowns. And that Second touchdown where he took the ball away from the defender like the defender did. And that first drive was karma in action and was a thing of freaking beauty. I absolutely love that. Skull Freddy, you got it. And here we have Justin coming on, which means I switch to the double screen. And I will bring Justin in here. As soon as I move this window out of the way, and we have two people to talk to. And Justin, you had a great show tonight. Thank you. Uh, Justin, if you guys did not know, did a full uh, show where uh, he was watching. It was a watch party, and he commented with you guys, fans, during the entire game. So that means Justin (laughs) has gone from pregame show... The Real Forno Show with us straight to his live show all during the game and is now wrapping up his night with live in the final two minutes. Thank you for joining us, Justin. How are you feeling so far? Well, you know, my voice is kind of a little hoarse. You know, I had (laughs) first it was the Jordan Addison stealing. You know, it's funny. The same guy who stole the first pass to Jordan Addison for the interception and then Jordan Addison steals one from him to take it on back and take it to the house. Jordan Addison what a game tonight. Should have had three touchdowns but hey, that's all right. We got this W. Uh, can't. So I'm going to say Jordan Addison, Cam Bynum and Kirk Cousins are your three stars of the game. And yes, thank you everybody who uh, joined me at one point or another this evening. This was my first venture of a watch party. And hopefully some of y'all came over here because I said, hey, mm-hmm. go on over to First and Skull, sent them the link. So hopefully there'll be a few people in the building uh, one more time. But, yeah, to Clifford's point, absolutely. National coming out party once again. 
first uh there was they had this graphic up there with you know Vikings rookie wide receivers on their first Monday night game and it was Randy Moss, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. I mean, let's just call it for what it is. And shout out to Mary as well. We got the lucky towel. Mary just got me this one and we are 1 and 0, Mary. We are 1 and 0 and we are coming to Lambeau Field to put a W on the Green Bay Packers, but we'll talk more about that later. <sighs> Yeah, the voice stuff. Yeah, hey, voice remember what I told you stuff. about that wager I made? <laughs> You're getting your flag. That's right. That's right. Even you, you didn't need the seven points. You got it straight up. You got it straight up. There you go. Oh, I was worried there at the end, though. Boy, was I worried. Um, but I was worried we'd lose. Not that I'd lose the oh, wager, so was I. but <laughs> it was one of those heart attack meals. Oh. But can't bite them. Oh. Yeah, Cam. Greg Joseph better be buying Cam and buying him a few drinks tonight. Let's just oh, call it. Oh like yes, that. without a doubt. Continue oh. some of the highlights. T.J. Hawkinson had eleven yes. catches for eighty-six yards. He played his ass off. No doubt. Now, no doubt. And another one with cramp issues. That's why I say they need to work on their hydration. <laughs> Get some pickle juice in the building or something. <laughs> like Tracy, welcome to the show. Hey, First Tracy, time. good to see you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry it's painful for you. It was not for us, and we appreciate that. And after I get done here, I've got to go hop on Niner Sickness's podcast and uh, give him some grief. But anyways, Clifford, this is quite possibly Casey's best game start to finish. I'm sure. I would agree. That's one of them. He, he did a decent job. Now, he was behind on a few passes, and he got a little juiced on a few passes. But he did well. He did well. I will but, say this about Kirk. I'm sorry. You finished. Go ahead. Well, I was about to say, and uh, what I mean by juiced is he got excited, especially on that one where he saw, I was trying to remember, who was wide open in the end zone. You yeah, can imagine yeah. his <clears throat> eyes just went wide open. He's like, oh, yes. And the adrenaline shot through his veins, and he launched a rocket. That was too fast, too high, and couldn't yep. do it. Welcome to the show, Six Shooter. Absolutely. What's going on? But Darren's point is very good. Um, the offensive line was outstanding tonight. Kirk did mm-hmm. not take a sack. And where I will give Kirk uh, some more props, outside of missing <clears throat> uh, Jordan Addison, which you know would have put the game a little more out of reach, but that offensive line was spectacular tonight. But that last drive where Kirk, where the pocket collapsed around him, we have mm-hmm. seen him panic and just, you know, and do something. At least twice, if not three times, I saw him sidestep, step up yes. in the pocket and go. And then that last one that he, I thought he was down and tackled and he got out of the way. Hey, we've yeah. got a third body in the house. Let's go. Let's go. For those of you in the chat, I put a link to my channel. So uh, hit me up uh, if you don't already subscribe to Purple and Gold for days. I don't know how I'm going to do my shows tomorrow night, but hey, we're going to find <laughs> a way to celebrate. What's going on, Tyler? You doubted them. You doubted them. So did I. Well, when you look at the evidence in front of you, it was very easy to doubt, <laughs> but... It was also easy to see a path forward, but I just thought the probability of them actually achieving that path was low. Look, this was, and I I don't want to use hyperbole, this was the best Vikings win in the last decade plus. 
And when you look at what the Vikings were dealing with, you don't have your superstar wide receiver. Your emerging superstar wide receiver is out for a quarter when you're trying to put the game away. And the performance of this team, being able to come back from that third play interception and then stripping the ball five plays later and then taking that for a touchdown. The first points off of turnover by any team on the 49ers this season. I believe the 49ers are the best team in football, and I still do. This is a very complete team. They were dealing with injuries just like we were. Not having Trent Williams and Debo Samuel hindered this offense a lot. But you know what? That's not an excuse, and it's not trying to discredit the Vikings win at all. The Vikings went out there and won this football game. And Kirk Cousins was superb. It wasn't flawless. Like uh, There were a couple instances where, okay, whatever. But overall, he was was tremendous tonight. And how he handled the pocket, how he was able to maneuver around, knowing that he had to do a little more without Justin Jefferson, knowing that he had to do a little more without Jordan Addison for that short time period in the second half. That, that last third down play where he the pocket was basically collapsed on him and he was like Eli Manning in the Super Bowl and he slithered forward and hit Jefferson on that kind of like seven route. Oh, that was great stuff. Listen, I've been very hard on Kirk Cousins and I'll be honest, he's deserved it. Tonight he deserves all the praise. He was fantastic tonight. And anybody that tries to discredit that, is not doing anybody a good service. Cousins was great. He was the main reason why the Vikings won this football game tonight. The other reason was Cameron Bynum. I don't know where he came from and how he's been able to take this massive leap. He forced all three turnovers tonight. All three of them. He picked off Brock Purdy once, which was basically thrown right to him. And the second one, he went and got that football. Cam Bynum has emerged, and honestly, we can talk about Lewisine being a bust. I still think it's too early for that label, but I understand. Like, would Scene, even if Scene was good, would Scene even be playing right now? Bynum's playing out of his mind. Harrison Smith, he might be that third guy, or he might be rotating with Metellus for that third guy. Like, Scene just came into a a phenomenal room. So even if he was good, who's to say he'd be playing? Like, Bynum... Hats off. What a game. And, like, I want that next quarterback really bad. But I will never cheer for a Vikings loss, and I'm going to enjoy the living hell out of this win, boys. This was <laughs> phenomenal. The offensive line played great, kept Kirk clean most of the night, and when Kirk didn't get clean on a few blitzes and, and busted screens, he maneuvered, managed the pocket really well. TJ Hawkinson made big plays. Jordan Addison showed that the world that he is the fourth Vikings wide receiver picked between 21 and 23 over the last 25 years to be a wide receiver one in the National Football League. Like, who has that kind of success in that area of the draft like the Vikings have? Mm. It's it's truly impressive. And the well, defense plays really the time well. time they're picking that area in the draft. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah that – the defense played really well. They held the 49ers to, I believe, about 325, 330 yards, which the yardage doesn't tell the whole story. They stopped this team consistently. They were able to hold them to a let – me, let me pull up the numbers because I think the third down conversions were 
were very minimal. Um, five of nine and third down. Like mm-hmm. uh, That's fine, but you took advantage of them, and you ended three drives with an interception or a fumble. Look, this Vikings defense came to play. They were aggressive. They were attacking. The touchdown is just unfortunate. That's just a perfect call against that kind of blitz. And like there were people talking like, oh, Andrew Booth Jr. is not shedding a block. Well, with those, you've got one guy coming in, Byron Murphy. You're you're not supposed to like shed the block right away because you want that that uh that uh ball carrier to come right at you and come right in that gap so you can then shed and go. But the problem is you have to time it right. And sometimes it's unfortunate, but it was just a perfect play call against that blitz. I'm riding high. Everybody in this chat should be riding high and enjoying the fact that the Vikings won a football game on Monday night football against the best team in the National Football League. This is Kirk Cousins' first Monday night football win against one, a winning team, and two, a team not the Chicago Bears. Rejoice. (laughs) Yes. I need a drink. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Cam well, Bynum had eight tacos and three interceptions. <laughs> if it works, six shooter, if it works. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to wrap up my points, and then I'm going to get up out of here. Um, the, to your points about finding the next quarterback and not taking anything away from Kirk, if Kirk could play like that more consistently, because right before you came on, I was talking about that play um, on that last drive where he got surrounded and how many times have we seen him panic when he's surrounded like that? But he sidestepped, shuffled, and sidearmed the throw out of there to Addison. And it was just like, okay, whoa, where has that been? And, oh, by the way, where has this performance been through the first six games? Where has that been? Um, and like I said, now what I said going into this is that if you lose, it's fire sale. But if you win, that means you would have shown us something. You would have beaten a legitimate team. Now, yes, with Williams being out and Debo Samuel being out, okay, but whatever. That's not our problem. You you, you did what you needed to do, which is to get this W. And now it's on to Lambeau Field. And now it's on to take on Jordan Love and the Packers. And it's time to show Packer fans a little Halloween nightmare, just a little bit early. <laughs> and now you all know what mediocrity is. Now that you don't have a hall of fame quarterback for the first time in 30 years, I cannot wait until next Sunday. We're going to celebrate this one tonight, but boy, I can't wait. I'm glad we only got six days before we get to see this team go to Lambeau field. <laughs> well, and Darren says, now we need to follow this up with another yes. win at Lambeau and not put up a stinker. Can we do that? And that's a good question, Darren. Hopefully they can. Hopefully this is that turning point. I think it was Tyler that said this week that this game would be pivotal. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is. And hopefully this is the pivot. They go from, you know, uncoordinated, a little choppy at the beginning of the season to now they're settling into a rhythm and they're scoring and playing good defense. And as I said many times, Kirk did not get sacked tonight. That offensive line played great. I thought, I was impressed. It was just fantastic. Your Vikings had 452 yards of offense tonight against 325. So, not bad. 
Not bad. And they left four points. It all the way to the ball. Freddie, yeah. I'm for that. Yeah. And they left three points, uh, three, uh, four <laughs> points on the board due to, uh, doo doo, no pun intended, uh, Greg Joseph um, reverting to being a Vikings kicker because that's just how it always goes. But yeah, when he missed that one, and I'm like, okay. We needed one first down. We didn't quite get it. Okay, let's let's just get the three on the board and make it eight. And then I'm just like, we all who here wasn't nervous? But hey, that defense. If we can get that kind of defensive performance, like you said, uh, and like I said, <clears throat> this was your pivot point. This was your pivotal game. It was either going to be downhill or uphill. And you know what? We got that W. So I'm gonna head out, ladies and gentlemen. Come on over after the show and subscribe to Purple and Go for Days. These guys will be on tomorrow. At some point, I'll be on tomorrow on my channel as well. I don't know what I'm doing yet and who I'm doing it with, but hit that subscribe button and ring that notification bell for both Purple and Go for Days as well as Vikings First and Skull because tomorrow is going to be really good in Vikings lands for all kinds of content. So thank you, gentlemen, for having me on both now as well as for the pregame. It was an awesome night. Y'all have a good one. I can't wait for your podcast. Yeah, I still haven't figured out how I'm going to do that now that I didn't have a regular show tonight to cut from, but we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. You have have a good good night, night, Justin. And we'll switch screens back, bring in Tyler over here. And there we go. My buddy, how did you like that one? Fuck. That was good, (laughs) man. That was so good. Um, it's it's almost like a cathartic feeling. Like the Vikings found a way with all these circumstances working against them to pull it out. This is the signature win for Kevin O'Connell. This is what we wanted. You can talk about the Bills game. You can talk about the Colts game. This was the signature win for Kevin O'Connell. No Justin Jefferson. Your season's on the line at two and four. No Monday Davenport. Night Football, which has mm-hmm. been a, a shop of horrors for Kirk Cousins in the win-loss column. And Cousins plays, you could argue this was the best game of his career in bad circumstances. Like somebody was like, oh, how are you going to trash KC tonight? I'm like, I'm not. He was phenomenal. I'm going to praise the shit out of him. He was so good. <laughs> And this team, like, the one area of criticism I'm going to have is I thought Kevin O'Connell coached scared tonight. Um, The play calling was great, but the the punt on, like, fourth and three and then the field goal when all you have – like, it worked – everything worked out. Right. Process – Greg Joseph did not lose this football game. Yes. No. Process matters. And why does process matter? Because if – the longer you do the same process, you're not going to get the kind of results you intended when the process is bad. It's like always hitting 16 in blackjack. Yeah, you're going to hit 16 in blackjack against the 10. But if you do it against a 5, you're an idiot. And mm-hmm. the if you do bad process, you're going to end up with bad results over a long period of time. And just... I was very frustrated by it. Like I thought the clock management was fine, but just not having the confidence to be able to just go for it and stick a fork in them and be like, you know what? My offense has been playing lights out tonight. We're going to go fucking win this game. 
I'm going to trust Kirk Cousins to throw the ball to to Jordan Addison on a little dig route or a hitch route, an option route. And I thought that he should have been more aggressive tonight. It worked. I'm glad it worked. And you move on. But just that's that's my negative takeaway. I know Dar- I see Darren in the chat saying that some think he always uh, coaches scared. I, I, I really don't think he does. Tonight he did. And I, I understand the tendency to go conservative, especially because you're the head coach. No matter what happens, you're getting the blame. Uh, but it was it was a very good win, and there's going to be a lot to write about in this game. I thought Brandon Powell was great stepping up in a big spot. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was making the tough catches that he needed to. The offensive line kept Kirk clean. The defense got pressure on Brock Purdy all night and forced him out of the pocket consistently. The touchdown against Christian McCaffrey was tough, but it was the perfect call against what the Vikings were running. And sometimes you just get beat and you understand that and you move on. Like, it wasn't a bad execution of the play by the Vikings. They just had the perfect beater for it. And you're going to get beat like that sometimes. It is what it is. And overall, I'm very, very happy with this win. Uh, we're going to have a lot of conversations still about quarterbacks in this team. But this schedule gets a lot easier. Through the bye week, you've got Packers, mm-hmm. Saints, Falcons, Bears, Broncos winnable football games are coming. Right. As long as they don't have that setback and take it and then don't play to your competition. mm -hmm. We're glad they do when the competition's good, play good ball, but don't play down to your competition. Mm -hmm. And when we talked earlier in the season and I'm going to give credit to um, Brett Coleman, who's been on the show before, great guy, really smart football mind. He said that the Vikings are going to win less games, but they're probably going to end up as a better team. And I think we've seen that so far. The Vikings' 14 turnovers have been brutal, and they're the reason why the Vikings don't have more than three wins. They hung in there and barely, almost beat the Chargers. They, sh- they almost beat the Chiefs. They mm-hmm. beat themselves. The Vikings have beat themselves in every game this year. And I don't think that any team that the Vikings have played so far have been outright better than the Minnesota Vikings. And that's frustrating when you see the record, but it's also a positive because now as you move forward, this Vikings team can really take another step and potentially be a special football team. There's a long way to go and a lot of questions to answer. Mm-hmm. But if Jefferson comes back after that uh, game against the Saints and they go play the Falcons in Atlanta – Oh, buddy, this things could get good, real, real fast. We'll see. And the Lions lost. Of course, the, the Vikings Packers are now lost. only two games back in the division, and they're the only team to win from the NFC North this weekend. The Packers lost to the Broncos. I I I don't know if we mentioned that. Did did you know that, Dave? No, <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. The Bears beat the Raiders, but that's basically a loss, anyways, because it's beating the Raiders. But the that Packers is, lost the to the start Broncos. Of the Tyler Badgett error. You Look, I, I think 
Tyson Bajan's fine. I think he's great for UDFA. I think he's got talent. I want to see what happens if he gets more opportunity. But considering he came from D2 and how well he's playing right now in the NFL, it's a really impressive start for him. Do you know what his nickname is? Um, I can't remember, but I know his dad's a world arm wrestling champion. I've heard him called T-Bag. Oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> that 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 came from somebody in my generation playing Halo Three, and whenever you got a kill, you teabag somebody. Um, yeah, that's look. Hey, embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. Um, that is going. To, I, I just got a a message that I'm gonna have to tell you about uh, offline because I I cannot say it on air. It's <laughs> um, but unless you have anything else, Dave, I think that's it. Ah, that's it. Our next show is yours on Wednesday, the Real Forno Show, and we'll have time. We'll have the grades by then, and we'll have time to digest this win. This should be a good one, and then we'll look ahead at the the Packers game up in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Get your fondues ready, folks. We are going to be talking Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. on Wednesday. And look, everybody, enjoy the win. Go have a couple cocktails and pet pet your doggies. <laughs> and enjoy going to work tomorrow with your Packer friends. <laughs> look, this this now begins Packer Hate Week. Yes, it and does. Hate hate is a very strong word. I hate the organization that is the Green Bay Packers with all my heart. <laughs> I know there are some nice people there and they have a really nice stadium. Oh it's yeah, and our fans I recommend get along. If you've group. never been to Lambeau Field, go. It's so cool. You feel like you're walking like it, it's it's got to be a similar feeling to like walking into the White House or like the Washington or, Monument or, or, or a game in um uh, Wrigley or Fenway. Yeah. Like Both it, of those. it's you're walking into history. Mm-hmm. And it's really 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 cool. I can't recommend it enough. Um, also, if you're not a jackass, Packer fans are usually pretty nice. I sat next to some really, really good people when my wife and I went back. At, we were at the tie in 2018. But, look, um, Freddie, uh, thank you for and everybody else in the chat for being here for our content. And it's the reason why we continue to do this and why we're going to have more and more and more as we continue to grow this channel. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube. Um, there were opportunities for people to join the show earlier today but we didn't end up having any takers. And the only way you can do that is by joining the $15 tier. And it's just an, another way to help support us in our venture to uh, bring the absolute best there is in Minnesota Vikings coverage. And then and, once you do, let me know so we can have a point of contact. So next time you want mm-hmm. on, I can send you the link. Yes, Dave is great about that. Um, and he's the reason why this this channel exists because he does all the – all the back-end work and makes this look and sound so absolutely professional. With that being said, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We're going to have a lot more on Wednesday's The Real Forno Show, and you can catch a lot of post-game content on USA Today's Vikings Wire, vikingswire.usatoday.com. From Dave, I'm Fat Hawkinson, Skull Vikings. Vikings win, Vikings win, Vikings win. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. 
and share this episode with your friends and even your enemies. We'd love it. Thanks for watching Vikings First and Skull. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Skull. This has been a Vikings First and Skull and Fans First Sports Network production.